0: Art can mean different things to different people. For me, it's all about the joy of creating. So if you draw, paint, write, dance, sing, craft, play air guitar, or even sculpt using nothing but mashed potatoes, consider yourself an artist and join the conversation. For the next half hour, meet the artist, learn about their inspiration, and enjoy the beauty of creativity. Welcome to Art Talk with John Cole Artist. well good evening everyone today is tuesday and i always have to look at my calendar i don't know why i can never remember the day when it comes to tuesdays today's the 29th of august in 2023 and i have got oh first of all i'm john cole artist welcome to art talk um i'm very very excited tonight because as my special guest i have tabitha robinson now tabitha and i have never met however I was lucky enough to be on her podcast about a month and a half ago, and I'll be honest with you folks, um, having only really spoken to her once and this being the second time, I think she's like a kindred spirit of mine, and what you're going to see tonight is that her and I have an awful lot in common. So first of all, Tabitha, welcome to my podcast.
1: Thank you, John. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm glad. You know, I've been looking forward to this um, ever since I talked to you the last time, because... Uh, I had reached out on Facebook, uh, on one of those, um, and I forgot the name of the site, forgive me, one of the pages, but it's where people could kind of reach out and I guess, connect for podcast guests and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. I I, reached out to you.
1: Yeah. And I loved seeing you right away. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is kind of doing what I do. And he's kind of like me. So I started looking at everything you were doing and I'm like, this guy's really interesting. (laughs)
0: Well, thank you. Yeah. And, and I found you just fascinating. I think the, we spent probably about an hour, hour and 10 minutes talking and, and that time just flew by because um, like me, you know, we're both doing a podcast and what I'm seeing, and, and we're going to show some of your, your artwork later on in this broadcast, but you do some, you've got a wide range of skills. Thank and, you. Yeah. And just excellent stuff. So I was wondering, could you um, tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. So I'm an artist. I work with a different, different kinds of mediums. So as you can see behind me, I make quilts, but I also make dolls, purses. I do polymer clay and um, I do hair bows and stuff too. So I just kind of do a little, and I paint, I do. Like, painting is kind of really close to my heart. I just, I don't know what it is, but I love painting.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, I was, um, I actually did a Facebook post earlier today on uh, my John Cole artist page talking a little bit about that. But I think there's really something special about creativity in general, right? That whole idea of being able to express yourself, whether or not it's in you know polymer clay or, or with, a, with a brush and canvas. It's, it's really kind of a very therapeutic thing.
1: Oh, it really is. And um, I love meeting other artists, too. So one of the other things I do is my podcast for Unique Artisans where I meet with different artists and we talk about, you know, what they're doing and kind of how they got into it. And it's, it's really fun to see that creativity in other people too. Like it really, I find talking to artists really inspires me. Like I get off the calls and I'm like, Oh, I want to do something. You know?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So, so what, uh, Oh, first of all, there's my wife, Christine Cole. She says, hello, beautiful souls.
1: Hi, Christine.
0: Uh, so thank you, Christine, for for tuning in this afternoon. So so the podcast. Now let me ask you, and this was this is a question that I don't know, I don't remember if we talked about it, but if not, for for my audience, why podcasting? Why did you even start down that road?
1: Well, okay. So unique artisans was an idea me and my husband had come up with years ago, um, and at that point, it wasn't a podcast, but it was a way to feature different artists and their art. Like I just. I'm very much consumed with what people make. I I just love what they do a lot of the times and how people leave kind of a piece of themselves in the art they make, whatever medium they choose to use. And so I sat with it for a while. And then for some reason, last fall, I was like, if I don't do something with this, I'm never going to do something with this. And I love talking to people. I love sharing their art. I'm going to meet with artists and I'm going to try to show what they're doing to the world. At least as much as I can. Right. And so that's kind of where it started. So I started with a couple of friends that I knew. So I contacted them and I was like, hey, I know you're doing that with Amiguri stuff. I know you crochet. Like, you want to meet with me? Like, I'd really like to talk with you and I'll feel better if I talk to someone I know. Right. <laughs> and it just kind of went through there. Hi, Joanne. Joanne's watching. I love Joanne. She's such a sweetheart. She's uh, a really good family friend. And She's a really good customer too. So, <laughs>
0: right, well, thank you for tuning in, Joanne. I appreciate that as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's got to be cool. You get to see everyone talking up here. That's one thing I don't get in my podcast because I pre-record mine.
0: Right. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about that before we went live here, and there is it's kind of interesting because um, you know my decision to do it live. Um, yeah. Why did I decide to do it live? I think I decided to do it live because at the time it seemed easier for me. Right. Cause I, as you know, if you're going to, if you're going to pre-record, there's going to be some post-production work after. And I know yes. with the way that my life has been lately, if I do something intending to follow up later, the odds of me getting to it anytime soon, you know, one thing will overcome something else. And next thing you know, it's been two weeks and now my podcast is out of date. Um, but, but you decided to go the pre-recorded route or the, um, uh, uh, pre- yeah, well, you decided to go the pre-recorded route, which I think is also very effective because I've seen the quality of what you do and they're very, very good. Now, have you tried, ever tried doing a live broadcast?
1: I haven't tried doing a live broadcast, although I thought about it a lot because I think that because it is, you're talking about the post Um, production stuff there is a lot of legwork post-production to try Mm -hmm. to make sure everything goes well whereas with this it's kind of like you put it in and let the chips lie where they lie right
0: right exactly (laughs) yeah because you never know what somebody's going to say I don't even know what I'm going to ask you know what I mean right yeah
1: well and I don't really either like I have about five questions that I try to work into every one of my interviews but really I kind of let the people lead like I want to know what they want to tell me
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so it's kind of nice to be able to just kind of um ask them a couple of standard questions and then ask them about what they're doing and what kind of what you see from the person while you're talking to them it's it's intimate i don't know i like it
0: oh yeah yeah i mean that was one of the things oh and tammy sends three hearts i don't know if you know samantha tammy oh
1: that's my sister oh hi Hi, samantha
0: (laughs) um yeah i um um, what was I gonna say? Geez, my mind just went blank. Anyway, um, I think that that um, either either method, right, whether or not it's live or whether or not it's pre recorded, um, you know, bringing in artists for the purpose of inspiring others and inspiring yourself, right. Um, cause I think that that's always been a goal. And that was one of the goals I had when I started this podcast was I really wanted to be able to motivate and inspire other people to at least think about or trying something new, right. Or at least saying, okay. you know, something I might not paint. I might not, you know, I'm not a quilter, but I am really good at, I don't know, glass blowing or something, right. You know, maybe yeah. I should pursue that or maybe I'm interested in it. So I think that's really cool that you're doing that. Um, because you're the only other art podcaster I've I've spoken to. Now I know there are other ones out there, so don't get me wrong. This isn't like you know, you know, that yeah. unique. Um, but I think uh, there aren't enough. Definitely
1: not. You know, definitely not. And now if meeting,
0: oh, oh go ahead, please.
1: For me, I really wanted to kind of um, help bring a spotlight onto people that are selling their art too, because a lot of people struggle with that part with the whole selling of the art and getting your name out there and stuff. Um, I found a lot of creative people that I've known personally in my life. They're very creative and can make these amazing things, but as far as getting it out, sometimes there's a bit lacking. So being able to help people find these artists and the art they're making, definitely makes me like so excited like I love when I get everyone to like the artist when all my I see my friends oh they like this artist they like artist. it's just like yay I'm
0: helping Mm -hmm. (laughs) well I and 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 like I said it's 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 a very underappreciated and undervalued part of our think you know part of our society is the arts in general right I mean I know in the United States here and by the way folks uh Tabby is broadcasting from New New Brunswick. New Brunswick New Brunswick that's right. So this is this is my first international podcast. So thank you for being in my Canada. First, <laughs> in Canada. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just um, you know, it's it's been very unappreciated. I know in the states here, you know, education and things like that, in, in that world of work, the arts tend to take a back burner to that, you know, and they yeah. they emphasize more sports and things. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think that, you know, I think our kids miss out on that. Right.
1: I would I would agree with you there. And there's so much that you can get from the arts, even if you're never going to use the arts. And like, if you if you paint pictures and you're never going to sell them, that's perfectly fine. Just getting that creativity out of you and manifesting it in the world. Like, I think that um, societies, great and small, really benefit from any type of expression of the people. Right? Like, right. art is people expressing themselves what they feel inside and sometimes you can't put that into words but you can put it into paint or thread
0: right right yeah and i and and, and the good news is i think uh, if you go if you visit a lot of airports airports lately at least i've noticed this seem to be a real mecca for for artistic expression um which is really interesting um i would say the beginning of this year I don't remember the last time we went through Boston Logan airport here, but you know, even something as simple as the tile work on the floor, which you might not normally notice, but as I'm walking towards the terminals, I'm seeing this inlay work of whales and aquatic creatures, you know, to represent, you know, the Northern Atlantic. Um, and then places like the Denver airport has a lot of sculptural items. Um, and, and that people see, you know, and then they can appreciate that. So, just walking through an airport and seeing some of these just really wonderful works of art that has value. You know what I mean? Yeah, and does. yet sometimes it's very underappreciated. So
1: no, um, I agree with you a hundred percent. Our this city here, St. John, which mm-hmm. is New Brunswick, Canada. I shouldn't say Canada, but New Brunswick is the province. <laughs> they have um different artworks that they put installed every year, and they have like um like uh cement sculptors kind of like they have saws and everything once a year they do this where they all meet and for a week they build these these sculptures that of just chunks of stone hmm. and it's amazing but they have different art installations throughout the city so they did fish just before covid so they were huge salmon that were painted and each one had an interpretive plaque talking about what the fish artwork was depicting but they were phenomenal and they hmm. were every couple of blocks you'd find one of these fish. So me and my kids actually went through and tried to find all of the fish to see that. And they were remarkable.
0: Yeah. 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 That, that that's, that's pretty cool. Now, speaking of art, um, would you mind if I brought up some of your art and maybe we could yes. take a look at it? Um, I think you folks are going to love this and I'll try to do the best I can to describe. Um, Cause as, uh, as you folks know, or if you don't know, uh, tomorrow what I'll do is I'll put this up on Spotify and then that's going to get served out to some of the other major podcast networks which may or may not have video. So um, so here's the first picture and what what are we looking at here Tabby?
1: So this is a quilt I called Scrappy Christmas. This is the first actual pieced quilt that I've made. Um, like I had made quilted things before putting the two pieces of fabric and the quilting body inside but this is the first one I actually made that was pieced. So each one of the little colors you see are small patches mixed with a big patch into the
0: quilt top okay so that looks super hard
1: uh it's not really hard they're all squares so Mm -hmm. it was fairly easy that way it was a lot of chain piecing which is really nice if you sew a lot chain piecing is when you just put all your squares in without cutting the thread it was actually a lot of fun to do that Putting it together the first mm-hmm. time was a little bit hard because I didn't, I was struggling with where the colors should go. But that's a, definitely a newbie kind of thing. If I was to remake it, it would probably look a lot different now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, the one that's behind you, um, that, that one you made as well, you said, right?
1: No. So the one right to the right of me is one of the other ones in the quilt show. But the one on the right, on the red, in the red is the one
0: I did. No, I mean, the one that's behind you with this broadcast right now, the one that's on the wall. Oh, right?
1: yeah, this one here. Yeah. 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 Okay. I did this
0: one. Yeah. So, so which one is the, so that you said the red one was your first one?
1: My first ever pieced one.
0: Okay. Yeah. This so, one here
1: is one I did through my quilt guild. They did a class for beginner courses. Mm-hmm. So, there's different um, ways to do things. Like, I've got the rail fence and applique pieces. It's all different um, ways to make a quilt block so we got to do all kinds like there's curved piecing which is up here i don't know if you can see that now i see part of it but now. it's um where you actually sew the pieces curved into the blocks wow. that's a little bit hard <laughs> yeah
0: it's still, it still looks amazing so you <laughs> definitely you. you definitely learned <laughs> i did all learn right. a lot yeah i can see you, that beautiful
1: these cherry blossoms, when I made them, I actually made them um, thinking about my mom because she just loves cherry blossoms.
0: Yeah, this is really, really pretty. And this one really stood out to me. Um, I know you sent me a bunch of pictures and as I was going through that, that one was very striking because you know, the red and white flowers they're put against this yellow and blue background. Um, really, really pretty. I mean, I, now with, the, now do you, with your own artwork or, um, are you making art and selling it or are you just making art because you enjoy it?
1: So I do sell things. I sell a lot of my double-sided dolls and I do quilts. Um, it's something I'm probably going to put a little more focus on once my old, my youngest goes to school in September. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do these ones here. I was just kind of experimenting. So this one I have not tried to sell or anything. It's kind of actually hanging up in the other room. <laughs> I just love it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think it's beautiful. Now, is that acrylic or is that watercolor? What is that?
1: This one's acrylic. Yeah. It's
0: acrylic. On canvas or canvas paper or what's it on? Canvas. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really pretty. I mean, that one really stood out, like I said. Okay. And, and now we're moving into the doll. This is a double,
1: a double-sided doll. So this doll here underneath her skirt has a second doll.
0: And see if we can bring her up, there's her. This is the
1: underside of that doll. Right. So when you flip up her skirt, you find this doll underneath.
0: Yeah. I think um, that that's, that's kind of an older concept, right? Having the dual doll. Yeah. Yeah. What
1: happened was my mom actually asked me if I would make her, my sister's daughter, a double-sided doll. She's like, do you think you can make a doll with two sides? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Right. So this is what I had come up with. I mean, I've changed the dress a couple of times. Um, so I've got, I think, three or four different patterns for the dress now. But overall, the concept is pretty much staying the same with a couple of quirks to make them a little bit better.
0: Right. That's that's neat. I love that.
1: And she still loves her doll. This oh, is I an acrylic painting done on um, like a, a canvas paper. Mm-hmm. But this one is um, like not many people have seen this picture yet. This is definitely a very emotional picture for me. This is my what I view my anxiety as kind of like right. that struggling to be able to breathe and feeling trapped and suffocated. This is kind of my what came out when I was highly anxious.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I was saying before also, uh, you know, we were chatting a little bit that my wife does paintings, um, I don't want to say similar, because because this represents you, and of course she isn't yep. doing what you're doing specifically, but there does seem to be this nexus between using art to express your feelings or your emotional state or things, uh, you know, bringing things to in a visual format based on the way you're feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, because this is a very, very striking painting. I mean, uh, you've got that mouth up at the top. You've got these bubbles. Uh, clearly, you're drowning in this, right? Um, yeah. Just a very, very bold in-your-face painting. And I and I and I can totally see and feel the emotion that you were feeling when you painted that. That anxiety. I can absolutely see that. So, so well done. I love that. Thank now, do you, you plan on doing more of those, or is that?
1: Yeah, I thought about maybe trying to do like a line of ones that are similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I've, I've had a lot going on lately, so it hasn't been more than a thought. Like I have, I have books of ideas, so I buy big books um, and then I just fill them with everything that I, I think about. <laughs> Sometimes right. I go back and, and pick out those ideas, but it's something I toyed with. I made one where the girl was under the waterfall. And she was holding up her arms as the water cascaded over her, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like that one quite so much. Right. So I got to get back into the groove of trying to make another one that I like better to go with this one.
0: Yeah, you definitely, you know, I mean, that that's something I have never experimented with, um, because I, for some reason, I tend to, tend to paint realistic nature type things. Um, I've tried. I've tried my hand at like abstract painting. I did that once and I stepped back and I went, (laughs) this is just not me, you know? And, 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 and again, there's a lot of painters that I know. And my, of course, my wife, Christine being one of them, they're a little more, they're a little less um, uptight about, and I mean this in a good way. They're a little less uptight, uptight about the media itself. Right. Like some people seem to have this propensity to be able to experiment, right. Whether or not it's, you know, painting something that's representative of an emotion or painting something like a Jackson Pollock, which is totally abstract. Uh, I struggle with that, you know, and I don't know if that's because of my military background, whether or not that's because, you know, um, you know, I've got this streak of perfectionism in me that I'm working on because none of us really, you know, that doesn't help anybody when you're a perfectionist because there's no such thing as perfection. Uh, but to be able to to be able to do that i think uh, again is just a, it's a wonderful trait to have
1: thank you it is yeah. i am a bit of a perfectionist it is hard and i am i do struggle with abstract like i've tried to do abstract a lot and i just my husband's like you would be so good at abstract like i can't wrap my head around the way like abstract kind of looks like i like this cuz it's like a stylized cartoon mm-hmm. um I love what your wife says here. For me, it's allowing my inner self to express herself on the canvas. Right. This is like, for me, it's um, it's how I feel. I just want to get that. Like when I did this, I was really, really, really peaked um, emotionally, and so I was really trying to get out kind of how I was feeling. And so mm-hmm. once I did that, I was so tired afterwards. But it is, it got out everything I had felt. Like I felt way less anxiety afterwards I did kind of didn't have that energy in me right but I wouldn't say it's necessarily um abstract though because it's kind of like a stylized character I guess right like I do make um um these are my favorite to make but they're like silhouette paintings. so I, I do a different colored background and then I paint silhouettes on it so my favorite one is like this pelican that's standing up and just beyond him is a fish that's jumping out of the water but mm-hmm. the pelican can't reach him and he just looks so sad standing there looking at this fish and i just like that's probably one of my favorite paintings ever no one mm-hmm. will ever be able to buy it because it's it's just i don't know what it is about it it just it's me
0: <laughs> right right but wow yeah i i don't think i saw that when you didn't send the picture of that one right
1: no, it's it's hanging up on my wall. I didn't send any pictures of it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, at some point, send me a picture. I'd just love to see it, just for my own.
1: Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. For I think sure. That would be
0: Great. So, um, let's see. Christine also wrote. If I get my cursor over here, we go. Uh, she says it's a way to express emotions in a yeah. constructive way instead of a destructive way. For me, anyway. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's true though, because if you don't get those feelings out, like I know for me, if I don't get out how anxious I am and people are bugging me, I might snap at them.
0: Hmm.
1: Generally, I'm not a mean person or anything, but I've yelled at my kids more than once for bugging me when I was stressed out.
0: Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, kids, I don't think always know, but, uh, but anyway, we love them anyway.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, we do. And and they love us too, even though they don't want to sometimes.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. So, so where do you see, um, your podcast, I'm going to switch back over to the podcast. But again, your artwork is spectacular. So thank you very much for sharing it with me and with my audience. Uh, I'm sure we're all going to appreciate seeing that. Um, but back to your podcast, where, where do you see your podcast going? Um, and you've been operating it now for, what, about a year? Running? It yes, yeah, so it'll now?
1: be a year in December that I've been doing this. Um, so like over the next little while, I have some personal things that are going to cause a little bit of tumultualism probably for the next month or so. Right. But I would really like to keep doing what I'm doing with the podcast and eventually I have some ideas for uh, shows that would be related to the podcast where I would be experimenting with our with the artists with me. Okay So there's a bit more required for that because I'll need someone to actually take the video of us and it, mm-hmm. it would have to be done in different areas, right the head, everything for the art. But it is something that I really, really want to do is actually work with the artists. Um, I'd like to try all the different arts and they actually, I want to call it Tabby Tries Everything.
0: Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> Where that. I go it and talk to name.
1: everyone and they teach me what they're doing and I can try it.
0: So. No, that's, that's, that would be great because I know, um, I mean, if you look at YouTube, you see a lot of things like unboxing, you see a lot of people eating food, you see a lot of all these things and I don't recall ever seeing that specifically. And I think it would be a lot of fun.
1: Generally people, um, generally artists want to kind of show, like share their art with you. They want you to get the enjoyment they get out of it. Mm -hmm. And I love kind of seeing what people do. Oh, thanks Christine. (laughs) But I do love seeing what people do. So it would be really
0: kind of neat to get them to help me
1: do it too right right So, and it's no, another I'd, chance for me to show people
0: yeah have you ever had a problem getting anybody
1: no not really no. um sometimes i don't reach out and that's mm-hmm. my fault <laughs> but generally i haven't had any problems i've had a couple of people that were too nervous to come on the show mm-hmm. which i completely understand um i am an artist too and i am kind of quirky you know, <laughs> but generally people are pretty good about it and they seem to really enjoy the show once they get there um i've had a few people not watch anything and then get on the show and like not have any clue what's going on And i'm like don't worry you know, we're just talking right like i try to base it kind of as a conversation because i want the artist to tell me where they're going
0: right yeah i found that um Cause I, cause I do have a coach that I work with, um, mindset coach. And one of the things that she's been really talking about a lot lately is, you know, uh, I don't want to use the word aggressive. It's more assertive. I think that, and, and, and I agree with this and she's pointed this out a few times that if you want people, for example, for your podcast, and, and I did, and I ha- and I am finding this out by the way, um, you know, me being a little stubborn, sometimes I'll hear something and go, yeah, 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 whatever. Still do it my way. And then slowly realize, Oh, you know what? She was right. Um, but you know, when you put out, this is what I'm finding. If I'm putting out a solicitation, for example, like for October, I'm like, well, I don't have anybody for October. If you're interested, go to my site, sign up and I'd love to have you. Um, nothing. However, however, if I reach out to them directly, they're like, yeah, I'd be happy to do it. So, so for me, that was a really big awakening. Um, because it does then put the power really, and I don't mean power in a bad way, but it, it, it puts the power back in my hands to coordinate my life moving forward the way I want it to be by just stepping yep. out of my comfort zone and not relying on this um, kind of the soft approach, but more on the more, on the more assertive approach, right? Because I mean, I want, I want artists on my program, just like you want artists yeah. on your program, you know? Because artists are, are very interesting people.
1: Oh, they sure are. And what yeah. they make is amazing. And like, where does it come from? Right. And even the artists don't know a lot of the time. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of cool to kind of talk to them. But I know what you're saying, because um, if I don't, because generally what I do is I follow different art groups and I follow the artists themselves and I kind of keep an. And if I like what they're doing and stuff, then I reach out to them Mm -hmm. and I send them an email. This is who I am. This is what I do. Do you want to be involved? And generally I have good feedback. But when I do do like the soft thing, like you're saying there, where I put up a message and I'm like, hey, you know, if you know somebody that wants to be on the show, let me know. Mm -hmm. I've had no luck with that. Right. So generally talking to people individually is how I get them on the show. And so sometimes it's a little hard when someone doesn't respond to you when you've spent, you know, two days going through their body of work to see, you know, how you feel about them and what, you know, whether you think they'd be a good fit or not. And then. You don't hear back from them, and you're like, "No,
0: I really <laughs> liked you." <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I've had some folks now that uh, I've reached out, and of course, they politely decline. Which, again, that's that's fine because not everybody's. It's it's not always the right time for people. Um, yeah. But then after a while, um, they'll reach out to me and say, "You know, maybe I'm ready now, right?" So I've got a couple folks that that kind of that's kind of how that worked. And that's a really good feeling. Cause I think, cause again, I think that what we're both doing tabby is we're offering this, this unique insight into the creative process that even as an artist, you know, you don't know where other people are coming from. You don't know what their inspiration is, right. Their motivation. Yeah. So, so how would people um, get a hold of you if they wanted to listen to your podcast? How would they do that?
1: So you can look up Unique Artisans on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, I don't have a website just for Unique Artisans, but if you go tabbies.ca slash Unique Artisans, I'm on there. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've searched up Unique Artisans and you'll find me on Facebook and YouTube, um, Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Yeah, I've got a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of places you can go to find me now. <laughs>
0: it's good it's good to get around now are you as yeah, um, you're are you are you using uh any of the uh like spotify or anything like that for your podcast or is it just
1: no i haven't yet um my middle child keeps bugging me because she's got her music on spotify she's like mm-hmm. it doesn't take that much it's not that hard I'm like, i know i will i will i just yeah seems like i'm dragging my feet again
0: <laughs> you know it, when it's when it's the right time it'll happen if if in fact that's an avenue that you want to explore but uh i think definitely having it up on that would would even open up you know expose your your content to more people uh, but yeah when the time no up. and
1: i totally agree with you i i do kind of struggle with the fact that they don't have pictures i guess it's because i really like visuals
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but it's hard when i can't show everybody the art But I think that is something I'm just going to have to get over with over and go on and get it done with because once I get on there I'm sure it'll be I won't worry about it at all. It's always that you worry about something until it happens and then you don't worry about it anymore.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's exactly right. Boy, I I couldn't have said that better myself. (laughs) All right, Tabby. Well, uh, I can't believe our half an hour already went by so fast as I kind of figured it would. Um, I know. Yeah,
1: I love talking to you though. So,
0: <laughs> oh, I love talking to you. So, so next time you need uh, somebody on your podcast, let me know. I'll be available for you, and hopefully, be right. back on and visit us again uh, sometime soon. We'd appreciate that because you've been a great guest. Definitely. So, thank you.
1: Oh, thank you so much, John. I've had a great time. We'll definitely have to do this again.
0: Yeah. So, folks, um, I will be uh, letting you all go for now. But next week, uh, we're going to be talking with an animal communicator. I'm going to have Jennifer Etzweiler. She's going to be on the show uh, next Tuesday at 5 p.m. So it's going to be interesting because uh, I don't think I've actually had a full-blown animal communicator on the program. And there there is an art to it.
1: Yeah, my dad trained dogs. I would definitely say that there's an art to
0: that. <laughs> I have no doubt. So that's going to be an interesting program. So Tabby, you have a wonderful evening. If you could hang on right after the show here, I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, folks, I'll see you next week. Thank you so very much for joining me on the Art Talk podcast, where it's my goal to bring artists together to talk about their craft. If you'd like to join me for a conversation, please reach out via email at johncoleartist at gmail.com or by visiting my website at johnrobertcole.com. So until next time, keep crafting, painting, and inspiring others with your creativity. You make more of an impact than you know. See ya!